0: My mic sounds nice. Check one. I sent my microphone sounds nice when it is on. Check two. Welcome all you streamers to another episode of Beyond the Rim. Hashtag BTR. And my guest, we're going to make it rain. I have D-Train and Helica, the co-host of the podcast, Make It Rain Podcast The Make It Rain Podcast. D-Train and Helica, say hello to the streamers out there.
1: Hello. What up?
0: Yo, what's good? <laughs> D-Train, I have been on several, several of your podcasts, and yep. it is uh, my pleasure to have you on a podcast of mine. I generally stay away from basketball, because you have that locked on your podcast. And I'd much rather go on your podcast and talk basketball, because Angelica, I don't know if you know this, but the D-Train is the second biggest LeBron James hater that I know in my life.
2: (laughs) Of course he had to start start the podcast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, let's get into the Make It Rain podcast. D-Train, your podcast has been around for three, four, five years. I'm not sure how many years
3: it's been. Uh, oh, We've 2022. 2020. Four years. Four years. Four years. Four years in August. Four yeah. years in August.
0: And you spent yes. three plus years just concentrating on the NBA. You sprinkled mm-hmm. a little WNBA in there. But this yes. season, you decided to change your format. Go all WNBA, and I would like for you and Angelica to talk about this and how you brought Angelica aboard.
3: Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> one second, one second. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's right, keep. I I'm so
2: not here. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm
0: sorry, I'm sorry. I, I gave really you. Nice a, I, I like I pros. I gave what? you. I gave you a softball question. <laughs> so, so the question is: You spent three plus years just concentrating on the NBA, sprinkling a little WNBA in. But this season, mm-hmm. you decide to switch it up, go all WNBA, and you brought in. And Helica, so I would like for you to tell me and all the streamers why you changed the format up.
3: So I like there. There's just a lot of people doing NBA podcasts, and they're not like there is not people like many people do talk about the WNBA. So I, I saw that as an opportunity because you know there is like everyone's everyone, no matter where you are. Even in Boston, everywhere they're all NBA podcasts, but I barely see any WN any anyone talk about the WNBA. So this was like, you know, half a year, half a year, or a year in the making. Like I've been thinking about this since last last summer or before that, where I wanted to make the switch because it, you know it's just me, and then it's like. You know, I have you on. I had Angelica on. I had all my like friends on, but <laughs> I I just like I I couldn't really like COVID. COVID took a hit. COVID took a hit. So you know, I didn't I didn't do much podcast during COVID. <laughs> and
1: hi, Catherine. <laughs>
3: D
0: train you got a fan, yeah. who's behind you, brother?
3: Yeah, that's my mom. That's my mom. She's just, you know Hello moms. Ma-
0: I know she can't hear me, but
1: hello moms.
3: <laughs> mom, everyone says hi.
1: But here's the thing is that Dimitri and I are longtime best friends. Hello? Yes. Dimitri and I have been friends since high school. Dimitri, what would you say that we were, we started to get like real tight? Probably like eighth, yeah, grade, eight, eighth, eighth ninth, grade? ninth grade. Yeah, dude. Yeah. We, well, I don't even know what we started hanging out about. I think we were most talking about music. Yeah, uh, yeah just random stuff. But uh, yeah, that's just how friendship forms. We walked. We would walk all the way from high school to home. So, you know, we had a lot of bonding. So we already had that friendship as a base. And then from there, I think it was... Oh, God, Dimitri, we were eating, we were eating at Fridays, I think. And you oh, officially... Oh, and, and I officially told yeah. you because you had asked me a while ago. Well, all ago. right, all right.
3: Oh, we got to tell the story right, though. <laughs> okay, so, right. I'll okay. let you. See, I was well, trying to first, set first, 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 let's talk about how I actually got Angelica to like the WNBA because she's, oh. not, she's not even a fan of basketball. I'm a bandwagon So this was and um. <laughs> I want to say 2019. Yeah. 2019, I took her out to a game. Yeah. Uh, one of the last games of the season. We Connecticut
1: played, Sun. Uh, the,
3: Connecticut Sun. We played the Chicago Sky. It was the last game of the season. And, you know, after that day, Jelka just fell in love with uh, women's basketball. Oh,
2: yeah. So,
3: you know, we, we, you know, talk about it here and there. And... We went to a few playoff games in 2019. I yes, we I did. We few went playoff to a finals games.
1: game. We
3: went to the uh, WNBA finals at Bohegan.
1: It was crazy. The energy was insane. I think the Sun won. Who did the Suns play?
3: Uh, the Suns played the, the Mystics. Washington Mystics yep. in the finals, but they, they lost in five. Yeah. Five they games.
1: Did. They did.
3: But yeah, I mean we, we we talked about WNBA all the time, we went to a few games and then you know last year we went to we went to a game and you know I've been thinking about this because you know and I was like Jacob, you know, do you want you wanna be my, my co-host, you know, on the Make It Rain podcast? Yeah. I was telling her, hey, you know, I don't wanna talk about the NBA anymore. I wanna talk you know, I wanna talk specifically to W. And then, you know, she's like, oh, you know, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll think about it. <laughs> I'll you know, think like about that. it. So, you know, and and then what was she alluding to? That Friday's dinner in December. And this in is December. actually on, uh, we talked about it on the podcast, one of the first few episodes. Yep. I, I don't remember the exact episode, but.
1: <laughs> I think it was uh, the intro had, pod.
3: It might have been the intro pod. <laughs> episode one. And then we, 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 had, we had a Friday's dinner, you know, December um and i asked her again you know after i had my nice ribs and um this is before i went before i went on my french fry band
1: yes
3: (laughs) before i went on my french fry band you know i have my ribs and french fries and i asked the to be my co-host and you know she agreed and yeah now she's the new co-host of the Rain podcast
1: heck yeah and i'm very happy about it because now I've been way more into uh, getting deeper into the WNBA, learning about the history of the WNBA. Uh, I've been wanting to check out some late, uh, like recent documentaries about um, the USA team in the in the nineties. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff to watch. Was it the nineties?
3: Dream 90s? Uh, was on ESPN this past Wednesday. Yeah. And um, I think they're doing something on Title Nine.
1: Like, and you, you know, can only thirty for thirty. And for now, like, you can honestly only see the WNBA growing. Like, they're only talking about expansion. So that means that, you know, I might have jumped on the bandwagon and become a bandwagon Suns fan till I die now. But, you know, for me, I think it's, we need to get the, you know, just the word out and just give the WNBA some attention. So um, I'm glad to be a part of the wave right now as it's starting. And I'm, you know, everyone I tell, Uh, Everyone I talk to, all my friends that I see from high school, anyone I know, I tell them, watch the WNBA. You're going to love it.
0: I have to be honest. I don't watch a lot of WNBA games, but it's certainly not due to the product. I coach basketball, and in the wintertime, along with coaching basketball, I also referee basketball. So, and that's like a lot of basketball, right? And I... During the wintertime, the January through March, I don't even watch a lot of NBA games because it's just like too much basketball. But I do tell my players, you have to play basketball the right way. What you want to watch, watch WNBA because they are fundamentally sound. They're not out there jacking up threes. They're just playing good team basketball, fundamentally sound. And you can learn a lot just from watching those professional athletes in the WNBA, or i like it when you all call it the w so from now on, i'm gonna call it the w, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the dubs. The w. The dubs. so who are some of the top players and what are some of the top teams and do you have a favorite team and i do have to say that i did stream your podcast when you guys had the the, the draft for the w the w draft i did stream that podcast yeah
3: excellent yeah i right now you know i'm in i'm in first place you know <laughs>
2: my team my,
3: my team is killer <laughs> I, as i as i predicted <laughs> you know but yeah no the w got some great players you know asia wilson's a top one yeah a Alay- Deldon's coming back from
1: uh, from back on problems Fire on fire
3: you, you still have brianna stewart and uh, I, I'm gonna let Angelica have the floor with this in like about a second, but we need to say hashtag free Britney Griner
1: because
3: Griner. It, it she's been there for 100, I think 142 days, which is you know outrageous. outrageous. And They they just I posted something on my Instagram story today about like how you know they tried to set up a phone call so like her and her wife could talk and.
1: It, never, it that, never happened. It never, never happened. happened.
3: I
0: actually, and I'm actually glad that you brought that up because I was certainly going to bring a Britney Griner in this podcast because, first of all, I like how you guys bring attention and awareness to that. Yes. And to tell you the truth, the first time I really heard about it was through your podcast, believe it or not. So it was breaking news to me. Mm-hmm. And I actually saw the news report. It was this morning, I believe, I saw the news report. And it was Britney's wife called there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but whomever was supposed to be in the Moscow embassy, whatever embassy, I think it's the Moscow embassy, yes. they were not there. So she called like a ridiculous amount of times and never got a chance to speak to her wife. So she hasn't spoken to her wife ever since she's been detained for mm-hmm. over 100 plus days, as you just highlighted, D-Train. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it's very unfortunate because, you know, we always say like if one of those NBA players would be or, or out there, you know, they would have gone real quick. You know LeBron out there. He, they, LeBron. Day day one, <laughs> they would have went to Russia, get the play to go pick, pick him up. I'll actually do. <laughs> I'll actually do you one better, D Train. If it was
0: LeBron or any one of the males and all that, they probably would yeah. not have detained him. They probably would have asked him for his autograph, and he would have been on his merry way.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah,
3: yeah. I'm
1: it's very unfortunate. She is one of the best players in the WNBA. But I think just this experience is just, it's, it's, it's an awful experience. Uh, what she's going through, being in jail, limited contact, as we no, now know, almost no contact. It's awful. And I, I, we're not going to get the same Brittany Griner when she comes back. She just really, when she comes back, because she will come back and it better be soon. Um, but when she comes back, she's going to need a lot of time just to come back. To herself, because this is this is just a traumatic experience. I I can't imagine her playing this season. Um, if she does, God, what a what a story! But God, it, 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 the trauma is just, just going to be a lot. So uh, you know, free britney Griner. That's all we can say.
0: Hashtag free britney Griner, and she's detained over vapes. Right? It's basically vapes.
3: Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vape oil.
1: Thing is, it's, it's stuff that I can go down the street and buy like literally legal in a lot of states in the United States, a lot of countries. It's just such backwards thinking, but it's Russia also using her as a pawn um, during all of this. So it's just, it's a tough situation, really tough situation.
0: Yeah, yeah no doubt. That's just, it is just, it's just awful out there. And the thing is, right, the reason why, and I want the streamers to understand this, the reason why she's out there playing anyway is because in the, in the dub, these athletes, these women, are making pennies on the dollar compared to their male counterparts. So they make more money overseas in rushes and 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 so forth like that because they don't make. Th- I mean, they again they make pennies, pennies. they would be surprised, how, you know how much they make. You know, and I was like, "Wow!" And I know that the dub is supported by the NBA. The dub has been around for twenty-five years, but um, you know, you gotta boost, you gotta boost the pay, you gotta boost the pay. These are professional athletes. Yeah, you're playing absolutely. on the highest
3: highest level of basketball, and to be paid like less than two hundred k, and uh, most of them, like unless you're a star, you get two hundred k. You're getting under hundred k. Like you're getting the salary that you know some of us getting. Right. Yeah, be doing that.
1: and the thing is, it, the all of the, a majority of the teams in Europe are owned by like million uh, billionaires, like millionaires, billionaires, uh, like r- oligarchs, like really tough r- international businessmen. So they have the money to invest into these teams and to pull women from all across the world, including the United States, uh, Australia, Norway, uh, you, you name it they'll pull them uh, in order to make a team for this league. And in Europe, there's just so much more fan support and, uh, you know, just money involved. Um, so it's it's unfortunate that, um, you know, they're pushed out there, the women, the women of the, the W. And they could be home resting in between seasons so that when they, you know, start the season again, they're at their peak instead of you know, constantly avoiding injury before it, you know, in that European season that won't affect their W season.
0: We cheer and support them and root for them every four years when they go into the Olympics to take home the gold. But yet at home, they're not getting paid. And awareness should be brought to that. And what's good about your podcast, Make It Rain podcast, is that you all bring
3: awareness to this? Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. we're trying. We're trying.
3: Yeah, I've been, I've been, I, you know, Vito. I've been clamoring for equal pay for the last two, three years, or at least close to it. Like equal compensation. Like then, you're not gonna get forty billion dollars, but I, you should at least you should be getting at least a couple million.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, you know
3: at least you know.
0: Cl- yeah, 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 um, will it be one hundred percent equal pay? Probably not. But you know what? You can you can close that gap some. You can narrow that gap close, to some. Close, Very the much gas. so. Very
1: much yeah. so. Yep.
3: You always you always hear these all uh, the the revenue revenue argument, uh, argument. You know, hopefully one day we'll get
2: there.
1: We're growing. Yeah. The there the W is growing and the the current commissioner has talked about uh, expansion, which is huge. Because if if um, expansion does happen, that means that a lot more cities are going to get their own team. And then that'll just, you know, hopefully start a whole fandom. And then the players that go through the draft every year will have a place to go to uh, because there's just going to be more slots open. Um, so Maybe
3: the D League, just like the NBA does.
1: Yeah. Are there any
0: target? Targeted cities right now that you know of of for expansion is there any rumors or?
1: I did see Philadelphia as as being a location. I did see Tennessee and a lot of uh, many cities. uh, You know there have been teams that have come and gone uh, from the from the W. Um, Like there used to be a Detroit team, right, Dimitri? The Shock. Mm The Shock. Yeah, Um, but yeah. I can't think off the top of my head, um, but there are a few cities.
0: Now, the closest team to us, and for all you streamers out there, we are in the Massachusetts, we're in the Greater Boston area. We're in we're in Malden, Massachusetts. Malden is five point five miles north of the city of Boston. So, the closest team to us would that be the Connecticut Suns? Yes. Yep. yes.
3: Connecticut Suns.
1: Connecticut Suns.
0: So, so that's the home team. So. They don't market that team as a New England team, do they? It's just like a Connecticut team, right?
1: Listen, yeah, I have tried yeah, to. It, it tried. is marketed
0: like that. Yeah, is marketed as a New England team
3: or, or Connecticut? No, as a Connecticut team. Connecticut but, but team. we do. We we always see support, like the Celtics support the um, Connecticut Suns, and I yep. think the uh, I think the other sports Boston sports teams do too. But I I know definitely the Celtics team. Mm-hmm. They always like tweet about them and then I know during the finals they're wearing the freebie D shirt And I, I know Grant Grant Williams is a big WNBA guy.
0: I think it'd be cool. It's cool as the other side of the pillow if they brought a franchise to Boston. First of all, with the gas prices and stuff, it would um you know, wouldn't cost you as much. Wouldn't cost you all <laughs> <No>. as much. <laughs> <laughs> you could just you know, <laughs> hop on the T somewhere
3: and just go to the games and all that. We we always talk about this though, but I feel we feel like Boston is not ready because they're like a very like you know racist and like sexist town, and like all you just see all the people trolling like down the comments before, just being I mean, so disrespectful towards women. Uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> when the Celtics posted some photos on social media talking people. about the WNBA, the the comments on social media were just not tasteful in terms of uh respect for the WNBA and any of the players so um it you know that's just a little glimpse as to what they could be I mean we would love to see it don't get me wrong oh my god it would be amazing to get a Boston WNBA team that'd be so great for the city that would be so great for for the city And give so many people an opportunity uh, to play basketball because there's so many women from Northeastern and UMass um, that could easily get a a a spot there. UConn, um, but yeah.
0: And even if they and and it doesn't even have to actually be in Boston itself, it could actually be in Providence. Providence is only an hour away, car drive. It could Mm -hmm. it could be in it could be in Lowell. It could be, you know, because, wow. yeah, because Lowell has, yeah, because the Pawtuckets, the Red Sox, their farm team, the Pawtuckets, I know they have a farm system in mm-hmm. in um, Rhode Island, but they also have a farm system in um, Lowell. So it could be in any one of the greater Boston areas. How about a team out in Worcester? Worcester could support a team.
1: I think so. A, a professional yeah. team, yeah. Or, or Springfield, right by the Basketball Hall of Fame where basketball started. Right. They got a casino out there, the MGM. <laughs>
0: you know that would actually—that would actually probably be the best place. Springfield will probably be the best place.
1: I mean, I mean, it's still far, but it's still in the state.
3: <laughs> Springfield's
1: a two-hour drive, just like
3: Connecticut. Oh, Connecticut's like only two, Connecticut. hours? No, Connecticut's only so two hours. hours. Yeah, Connecticut's only two hours.
1: Hey, but there's a lot at the end of that. At the end of that long road. Mohegan is a, a an amazing spot. It, it, it's such a gem. Uh, the best things are at Mohegan, right, Dimitri? What's at Mohegan? Krispy,
3: Krispy Kreme donuts. The only Krispy Kreme donuts in the England. <laughs> the only England. Krispy Kreme, man. And, you know, I got to get my Chick-fil-A. And, <laughs> and I, I got to say this. Rest in peace to the buffet, man. The buffet was so good there. Rip, like too bad COVID, you know, got rid of it. But, I, you know, that buffet was... He brings
1: it every time we talk about Mohican, He brings this up. That's <laughs> I'm serious. You don't see me crying over the encore buffet.
3: Oh, first of all, the encore buffet is hefty. Unless yo. you got like unless you go in like at lunchtime, but dinner dinner at the encore buffet. Oh lord. But it was.
0: So. Anyways, how many teams are in the W? Twelve. <laughs> and. What's the top team
3: right now? Team isn't right it the now, Aces? Uh,
0: is the Vegas Aces? Vegas yeah. Aces. So the the Dub
3: have East West. I'm assuming. Yes. Uh, they do, but they just go like kind of like one through twelve. Yeah. <laughs> but they do have East West.
1: Oh, do you know who? Do you know who's the number one in the Eastern Conference right now? The Son. Yeah, it is. It is, it is my son. The Connecticut Son.
0: <laughs> so one through 12 so it could be so the finals the wnba finals could come down to two teams in the same conference then
3: yeah yeah that's how they do one through 12 it doesn't go they don't go east west It just um one through eight makes the playoffs and they actually they changed the playoff formatting now so now it's not like um Because the the top two seeds, the first seed always gets a double bye just like in football. Now they're playing one through eight. The first round is, um, I think the first few rounds are three games each. And then the semis and finals are five games.
0: Any type type of play-in situation or that's just unique to the NBA?
3: Uh, No, that's just unique to the NBA. I mean, there's only eight <laughs> eighteen. Well,
2: there's twelve teams, and eight teams make the playoffs. So, <laughs> oh,
3: He's start you, you don't it need out. a play. You don't need a play situation. <laughs> if you da- if you that da- bad to make the playoffs, that's on you. <laughs> you don't need a you don't need a play.
0: <laughs> Who, in your opinion, is the top WNBA star or the best player
1: right, um, right now?
3: Uh, I, well, so, see, Elena DeLadon's coming off back off injury, and um, Brianna Stewart is like between Brianna. It for the past few years, it's been between Brianna Stewart and Elena DeLadon. But Elena DeLadon hasn't been that healthy, and you have a ri- rising star in um, Asia Wilson. Asia Wilson is coming, so it's out of those three.
1: Don't forget um, about Sabrina from the New I, yeah, York
3: Sabrina that's Sabrina is nice, you know. Uh, but, you know, she's still got a ways to go. Even though she ha- I think she has more triple doubles than the, the league combined. We <laughs> really like two or three this season.
1: hmm.
3: No, yeah. Sabrina will be able face one day.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: All right.
0: Well, Dimitri and Helica, I think this is a perfect time. To go into our break. So we will be back after the break with D Train and Helica. This is the Stuff. We'll be back after the break.
2: I like the way the dribble up and down the court. Just like I'm the king on the microphone. So it's Dr. J and Moses Malone. I like slam dunks and taking it to the hoop. My favorite play is the alley. Ooh, I like the pick and roll. I like the give and go. Cause it's basketball. But Mr. Curtis, go! <laughs> Against Earl of the Pearl and Will Big O and Jerry West. Play basketball at its very best. Basketball has always been my thing. I like- D-up, D-up, Can't check me.
0: Nesta Dudley, back with the Make It Rain podcast, the D-Train and Angelica. And we are going to talk about the NBA Finals when the home team, the Boston Celtics, lost in six games to the four-time champions the Warriors, the Golden State Warriors. D-Train, now you know how I felt about the Celtics. And Helica, I I have to um, catch you up to date on this.
1: Yes, please.
0: Now, I'll catch you up to date on this. First of all, as I said before the recording, that your partner, the D-Train, yes. is the second biggest LeBron James hater that I That's <laughs> true.
1: I, I know that.
0: If I bet my life. <laughs> and I used to love it when LeBron was in Cleveland, Miami, back in Cleveland bringing it to the garden, and just giving it to the whole team. Just giving it to the whole teams. More often than not, LeBron was – <laughs> More, I more often that. than not, LeBron was giving it to the whole team. And meanwhile, Demetrius just just, just refused to recognize recognize him as the king. Just finally refused to recognize the king. I wasn't too cr- – I told you he's the best player in the NBA at one point. At one point, but it took you years to get to that point, to get to that realization. But the Celtics, when Brad Stevens was coaching, I was like, you know, I just cannot get behind Brad Stevens. Excellent college coach, no doubt. But he just shouldn't have been coaching the Celtics. And that year, when it was that year after Haywood went down, right, and I talked to Demetri about this, that team was a nice team. That team went to the Eastern Conference Finals and lost to LeBron. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, they did that – despite of Brad Stevens, because he just ruined it. Instead of shoving Gordon Hayward down our throats, when whenever you have an injury to the lower extremities, it takes you two seasons to recover from that. By him pushing Gordon Hayward when he wasn't ready, stifling the growth of Tatum, stifling the growth of Brown. And at the end of that season, I told D Train it was all Brad's fault. D Train was trying to be nice. Well, it was 60 percent No, no, no. It was all his fault. All I mean, Brad's
3: fault. Yeah, you know, no. He always tells me that. If this was uh, 2019. 2019, where, where, um, well, first of all, Kyrie just played inexcusable. Even didn't mention that, where Kyrie decided he was going to go like, he decided he' gonna take all the shots and go like seven for thirty every game, and not not pass his teammates. I I told I've been telling you and I've been saying it. as in twenty nineteen. Is not just Brad, but everyone gets a piece of the pie. Nope, nope. Kyrie. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, Danny,
2: It's a- all Brad's fault. It's
3: all no. Brad's fault. Why are you defending this dude? It's all Brad's fault. <laughs> another, another, I, 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 I didn't say he didn't have fault, but it's, it's, it's a pie piece. I mean, he has most, well, I, yeah, I would say he had most of he it. He had 100% of the pie.
0: <laughs> but be... That's <laughs> what we <laughs> But... But, okay. but be that as it may, I did not watch one Celtics game this season. The first Celtics game I watched this season was game one against Brooklyn. And I got to tell you, that Celtics team was a fun team to watch. That ball was swinging their defense, and they beat Brooklyn. And I sat there D training Angelica, and I said, you know, since Brad Stevens is not the coach anymore first of all last season he was on the hot seat and only in america that you can fail up you on a hot seat and instead of getting fired you get up to the front office only in america that happened only yeah. Yeah. i
3: 100 I, percent I, I agree with you <laughs> I, I remember i think we had a conversation when uh when he when he was elected the front office and i i was like yeah no i agree with you that I, I said that was total bs but hey, it, it it ended up working out. That so. was
0: Danny Ainge hooking him up, stepping aside so he yeah. could go up. And Brad Stevens had only did one thing for your Boston Celtics, and that's hiring a coach. That's the only good thing he ever did. He hired a real coach. But <laughs> I sat there and I said, this is a Uh-oh, fight. Hey, but he got Al Horford back. Got Al Horford back, yes. Yes. But it all starts with the coach. It all... Yeah, it all
3: but he mm-hmm. said he only did one. Thing. Well... Okay, that's
0: the best thing he's done. Okay, that's the that's the best thing he's done. And I have to tell you, Angelica and D-Train, yeah. and I don't know if D-Train actually believes me, but after that first game against the Brooklyn, the Nets, I'm like, I think the Celtics, I think it could be Celtics Warriors. I want to see a Celtics Warrior. And I, for one of the few times in my life, I was rooting for the home team. I really wanted to see the Celtics win.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I. I knew. I knew the Celtics would fall the way of. I, I just knew. I saw it. You know. E. E. May. just. You know. E. a dog. He's a dog. <laughs> you know. Did it, like <laughs> the things he said to his players and like Brad just they just tune him out. They tune Brad out. But they. I mean, they didn't, they didn't tune E. out probably until the last three games of the finals. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> eBay is a way better coach, you know, and we're, we're gonna grow from there. Like eBay said, it's only the beginning. And
0: eBay, you know, he was making the adjustments and all that. He's making in-game adjustments. He was making halftime adjustments. You had a real, you had a real coach. And let me ask you all a question: Do you blame Jason Tatum at all? And if so, how much blame do you put on Jason Tatum?
3: Oh, 100% I'm playing Jason Tatum. 100% Jason Tatum. No, 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 not the, not the whole pie. But, no, Jason Tatum getting some... Hey, man, you you talk about, like, freezing. This man froze. And especially the last game, game six, this man froze. You couldn't even find him in the second half. He, he was so passive. And, you know, too, too many... I, I, get Jason, I get Jason Tatum... Probably like 25% of the blame.
1: That's not 100%. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, I'm get, in get 25 he, he He just didn't play well. This finals, he did not play well. He was inefficient, too many turnovers, and you know, you're supposed to be the guy when you know he got to stop the bleeding, and he did not stop the bleeding. Right. Watching those
0: games against the Warriors, Jason Tatum wasn't the dog. It was Jalen Brown that was like Jalen Brown. I know Jason Tatum um, was under the tutelage of Kobe Bryant and Kobe's his man. And and I saw that armband in that one game. But talk about somebody who had the Mamba mentality.
3: That was Brown. Jalen Brown had a Mamba mentality. That was was Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown played him hard. And, you know, towards the latter end, towards the series, Jason just stopped stopped playing. You know, once his shots didn't go down, it's just like he had this defeated mentality.
0: What about Marcus Smart as the point guard? Do you want to keep Marcus Smart as the point guard, or do you want, like, a different point guard? Would Marcus Smart be better better off as as the two?
3: See, I don't know, because I've been telling people (laughs) since January – I said Marcus Smart is not a legitimate point guard. And then you know when the Celtics went on the run, Marcus Smart was looking great. And you know, I'm looking stupid. (laughs) But then we we came back in the finals. In the finals. It's not like the the thing is how do I want to say he's he's not a he's like he's not a he you need that Lonzo Ball would have been a perfect fit on the scene.
1: Hmm.
3: All right, because he knows how to run the show. He know, like Marcus Smart, like he can he can assist, but like you need to get Tatum in the spots. All right, I don't know why. Like it's the same thing I've been saying about Giannis for years. Why don't you put Tatum on the block, or you know have Tatum screen? Because you know when you put up, the, put him against the key. It's so like easy, easy to defend. You know, you have that little wall going that they do for everyone. But you know, you screen or you come up. I don't know why he's not coming off some curls or doing things like that or going into the block. Uh, it's like it's easy defense to like, you know, dribble the ball to the top of the key. Easy, sure. they can set set on you. So I, I think Marcus Smart should have brought the ball up more. Compared to Tatum and Brown, and you find Tatum and Brown in their spots, and it, it seems like to me they barely ran like ran any plays. <laughs> you know, it's the same thing every same thing almost every time. You know, it's like a my turn. One day Marcus brings the ball up, another time Derek White does, then Jalen, then Jason, and you know, it's all they do. But you gotta like someone has to like. Or, like orchestrate the offense, and I don't know. I, I I don't know if Marcus is that guy. I mean, I, I'm hoping, but we don't know. We just need you need one of those quintessential guys like Rondo, Lonzo Ball, Chris Paul. The Celtics need one of those guys.
0: I 100% agree with you. I think Marcus Smart would be better off as a two guard. Um, big ups to uh, Al Horford. I call old man Al Horford. He played a pretty decent series and all that. There was some bench players that, that you know, that played good oh and all man, that. Our
3: bench didn't show up. didn't show up after game one. Well, uh,
0: you know, uh, I mean, game one, they game one, they were outstanding. Outstanding game one. Game one,
3: they're outstanding, but like the rest of the games, you know, our bench did like literally nothing. You you might as well put me on the court. <laughs> And then they, and when
0: they let Game Four, oh. when they let Game Four, four, you know, slip away. I mean, had they won Game Four, then they would have had the series in hand. He we went up three one. Yeah, and they would have had the series in hand, you know. But on the other side, the champs, the champs are the champs, and the champs are the champs for a reason. And It all starts with Steph Curry, and we talk mm-hmm. about Game Four. Steph Curry went off, off Game Four. Okay,
3: uh, what do you think of the defense that they were playing on him, on Steph? I, th- yes. I think that, first of all,
0: you can't give Steph any room to breathe. You know, it's like if I would, once Steph Curry steps on the court, off the bench step on the court, like I'm in his jersey. You know, if it's, I'm in Steph Curry's jersey when he comes to the building. I'm like, next up, because the dude can hit it from, dude can hit it from anywhere. So I think they gave Steph like too much breathing room, too much breathing room at times. You know. I hated this
3: I hated the switching. I don't know why, like they they, you know, switched that and you know, you put poor Al on him and poor Robert Williams on him. And I'm
0: just like oh. Well speaking of Robert Williams, I think that Robert Williams was very impressive because he was injured. He was he was injured, he was not hundred percent. I mean at this time of the year, no one's really hundred percent,
3: but that dude was really injured. No, he he was he was impressive, but like he just can't have like a, a big big on Steph Curry. I mean, it's just, no, I agree with you. You I mean, can't do that, and like you saw that, especially in Game Six after halftime. You know there was switching easily. Marcus like you know this went under. He's like all right, Alan. like you can tell the just gave up. You know, <laughs> you know it was like. And, and they didn't even take advantage on that one very bad game that he had in game five. Where he was like 0 oh for, oh for
0: 9. 0 for 9, shooting, th- oh for he nine. Like shooting fi- 3.
3: He had like 15, 16 points and he still lost. Because everyone, Andrew Wiggins, you know, came out. Klay Thompson had a good game. You know who had the moments? Jo- Jordan Poole had the moments, Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! He hit this like half court shot. I'm like, at the at the third quarter, I'm like, wow! I'm like, damn, that's what he you knows. Like, oh,
0: so yep, it's a wrap.
3: He, he had he had the timely shots. He, he didn't probably play like like the the best, but he had the timely basket. And then you know you had Steph doing this. Steph averaged over thirty. I think he
2: averaged over thirty
3: this, in this finals.
0: Steph that can't happen. Steph was hands down the best player on the floor all six games. And this is the fir- yeah. And this is the first time it happened for Steph Curry in the finals because that first year, even though they beat Cleveland, it was hands down the king. The man that you hate, the yeah, I know. yeah LeBron,
3: Lebron. was the best. Lebron's the best player. I agree with and that. And then
0: with KD, and you know how I feel about KD and all that. He joined a seventy-three win team. Joined a seventy-three win team which was just it was a wrap. And KD was definitely the best player on the floor that those 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 games as well. So yeah, so but no, Steph was definitely the best player and got that MVP. And do you think that? Did you think that his legacy? would have taken a hit if he didn't win. They lost? If, no, no. If he didn't win MVP. I mean, a loss is a loss is a loss, but if they didn't win, but if they won, they did win. If
3: they won, and it, he
0: didn't win MVP? You
3: think MVP, Uh MVP? It would, but not to, like, me, but to other people it would. Like, to the media and all those analysts, they would have lost that very, like, oh, Steph Curry, like He's there, you know. You know how they talk about it. but to me, to me, me personally, it doesn't affect. It Doesn't affect if he didn't get Finals MVPs because Steph Curry's already like he's the greatest shooter. You, you know, you have the greatest point guard and Magic Johnson. Steph Curry's the greatest shooter. You know, LeBron's greatest small forward. You know, do you want to say that part again, please, about the king? <laughs> I, t- I said LeBron's the greatest fall forward. Oh, God. He's the greatest fall forward. He's has been Larry Bird. You know, he's the greatest <laughs> fall forward. Hey, I have LeBron in my top two. I- I've been telling you that for like a year now. Like, I just ha- I think Michael Jordan's the goat, and then LeBron is after that. LeBron's
0: in my top two. You know? Okay, so why you hate him so much? I
3: mean, I, well. I don't hate I don't hate him as much anymore because he's not doing as well. <laughs> but I
0: actually think to differ with you, he had a monster season this season. Thirty seven years old is no what you know. Everyone else did show I mean,
3: up. He he had a monster season, but they didn't make the playoffs. No, they didn't make so. the playoffs.
0: They didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> no. They didn't make the play in.
3: They, they didn't make the play in. <laughs> so they didn't make the play in. I was I was in a great I was in a great mood because he didn't make the play in. Oh, plus like plus he's on the Lakers, so that's like a
0: double whammy because you know I hate I hate the Lakers. D Train and and Helica, I just want to thank you again for being on this podcast. You know we had a we had a good time. I got educated by you all about the the W. And um, before we sign off for the streamers. You guys want to say anything? Any shout-outs, Where can where can we follow you on social media? Or when's the next podcast dropping?
3: Uh, well, I actually just dropped an episode today.
1: Episode <laughs> uh,
3: and, I, six. and I, gotta, I episode five was dropped today. Oh, five! Where we, where we talk about uh, the WNBA drafts. Forgive me, I, I'm late to things. You know, I'm a bad procrastinator. But you know, we should be dropping episode six at some point. You know, maybe next week or in the next two weeks, and uh, me and Angelica, we're gonna talk and you know, hopefully get to recording again mm-hmm. and go to a few more games. And well, we gotta we gotta talk about WNBA All Star because All Star is coming up in a, in a few weeks.
1: So, so wait you know, for that tuned. episode. Stay tuned. stay tuned. Stay tuned
3: for that. But this this upcoming episode, well, episode five dropped today, but episode six will be about when we went to our first Connecticut Sun game in May.
1: And, you
3: know, we also talk a little fantasy. And yeah.
1: So you can listen to the Make It Rain podcast on Spotify. You can also get it on Apple Podcasts and on, what was it, Dimitri, Anchor?
3: Anchor, Stitcher, you know, wherever you find your podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can probably find the Make It Rain podcast.
1: Absolutely and, and, you,
3: and we're on Instagram Instagram, and Twitter.
1: Twitter, and Facebook at,
3: And Facebook At Make it Rain Pod Search The Make It Rain Podcast On Facebook
1: mm-hmm. And then from there you'll uh, be able to find Where you can follow us uh, On Twitter
3: Yeah, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook You know, how to avoid each rain and Thank you, Nestor, for having me on your podcast Same, Very thank appreciated. you, Nestor.
0: Thank you for uh... Being a guest, both of you all, D Train and Angelica. and 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 Helica, on the pod, and we made it rain tonight. Be Beyond the Rim is available on Apple Podcasts. Beyond the Rim is available on Spotify. Beyond the, Rim's available on Beyond, the- Beyond the Rim is available on Google Podcasts. Beyond the Rim is available on Stitcher. Beyond the Rim is available on TuneIn Radio. Beyond Beyond the Rim is available on Radio. Beyond the Rim is available on YouTube or wherever you stream your podcasts visit our website at that's btrmic.com that's b-t-r-m-i-c dot com where you can stream past episodes and discover additional podcast platforms where beyond the rim is available hashtag follow hashtag stream hashtag retweet twitter handle at Nesta dudley buenos notches hoochers i came in peace i leave with love this is for the red the black and the green Living cool, living calm, living clean. I'm out.